Welcome to Selling the Naked Truth. Welcome back to Selling the Naked Truth. I am your co-host Susan Hay, and I am Jason. And we're super, we're just glad to be here today. We wanted to jump in and do kind of like a mini lesson podcast, I guess. I know one of the things that you and I have been talking about is how to get to the other side. And we've kind of been talking about some of our own stories of mm-hmm like the worst day ever, you know, what felt like the worst day ever and how overwhelming that can feel. Um, And then how do you get to the other side of that? And I think that a lot of people right now are feeling overwhelmed. I have intentionally still been connecting with friends. I've had a lot of friends who have had to close the doors of their businesses. And I guess I want to say at the top of this, like these are really hard times. This is big stuff that's happening right now in our economy with coronavirus. And so we don't want to discount that at all. We know that the reality of this is that some people will lose their businesses. Some people will lose their jobs and they will have to fight to come back from it if that's possible. So we don't want to by any means like diminish that reality for anybody I might piss some people off saying this, but I think you and I talked about it and I just have a feeling that the people I'll piss off may not even be on this, listen to this podcast. But I really believe that when we come into times with setbacks, there's two types of people. There's the type of people that stand there and wait for somebody to fix the problem for them. Mm -hmm. And then there's the people that say, how am I going to crawl over the top of this obstacle and get to the other side? Right, so they're the bailouters mm-hmm. and the people that actually turn the bail out away. Yes. Right? I mean... Yes, and so those are the people that, you know, we're talking to. Maybe people that are sitting there right now paralyzed by fear or just super overwhelmed about what the next steps are. Which I've been there. Yes. I'm very, very, very serious, and I will share my story later, but... Well, why don't you tell us now, like the the worst day ever for you? I don't even know what you're about to say. I know that <laughs> I I know what story stands out in my mind, so I'm curious to hear what no, it is. Actually, that's not my worst day ever. Okay. I know which one you're thinking of. Okay. My worst day ever is when I literally lost everything and I had to face all of it down. And I I'm gonna say this, and this is probably going to upset somebody, but I had to buck the fuck up. Mm-hmm. I literally had to say, holy shit, I have lost my job. We're going in this crazy recession. Nobody wants to pay the 200 plus thousand salary that I was making. Mm-hmm. I have a mortgage payment that is outrageous. Mm-hmm. I have car payments. Yeah, let's like, paint the picture for people of what that was. Now, you and I weren't together then, but you were making 200,000 a year. Plus. Plus. Your house... Your mortgage was what? Uh, almost four grand a month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you bought in Arizona in the bubble. Yeah. So literally when the bubble burst due to the fact that a huge portion of the population went in and did the seven and one arm loans, mm-hmm. they started the downward spiral of the economic crisis mm-hmm. that happened. And it, they were buying out of their means. And I was still paying on a 30-year fixed mortgage and property values where I was uh, plummeted at least $200,000 on the house. And 
I just looked at it and said, well, what am I supposed to do? You know, I mm-hmm. can't sell the home. I can't do anything. I, I, I short sold, I'll be honest, I short sold my house. Um, I lost my job and, and was trying to figure out a way to be able to compensate the, you know, bills that I had. Mm-hmm. Cause um, you guys were living a, a big was, life, a big, bold life. Well, but you, excuse me, I never thought it was going to end. I was a child. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is I was naive and most children are naive to the real world. And I literally got bitch slapped in the face <laughs> and, and was told specifically like, Oh, you did not plan for, you know, the rainy day fund. And even though that I did, I had money set aside. I had to cash in my whole 401k to pay off all of the debt. Yeah. And, and I did and it sucked. Mm-hmm. And, but guess what? I, had to find every means possible to move forward. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't going to let that deter me or stop me. I just had to figure out my next hurdle to overcome. Mm -hmm. And what I felt like I was gut punched and kicked in the balls at the same time. And I had to get up and I watched a lot of other people not get up. You know, I watched them stay down for the count and, you know, I swear to God, it was like getting punched by Mike Tyson in the in the jaw. I was going to say, that must have been like, I get anxiety just thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, you talk about sleepless nights, you know, and then I, I literally started a business at the time that was a loophole in the auto business, and it was, you know, putting aftermarket parts and accessories onto Amazon, and it boomed. I mean, it, it was like, holy shit, I, I'm making money again. Right. And that was right when, right about the time I met you. I met you shortly. No, you it, met me on the day that yes, Amazon wrote yes. me the letter stating cease and desist yes. because I was a third party business and there were no, there were no guidelines at that point. Right. Right. But they, they wrote the guidelines based upon myself and other people that were out there finding right. the loophole within Amazon. Right. That's the thing that I love about you though. And I think what you've told me before is money comes and goes like I've lost everything before mm-hmm. build it back up you just so you build it back to. up like right. that's I mean and you've told me that like back you know when I was having rough days and when I owned my business you would tell me listen I've lost everything I ain't scared anymore no. and I think once that reality comes true it does give you a new <laughs> yes you know. and and I'm not saying that all of us are going to lose everything we are in a point where we can we can maximize what we currently have mm-hmm. or we can actually just wave the white flag in defeat, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you have to pick one or the other. It's a choice. There, yes, there is no skirting the line. Mm-hmm. You have to pick one or the other. Mm-hmm. And I watched a ton of people pick the white flag. And I was like, cool, like get out of my way. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not trying to sound like a dick but so did you take a couple days to like pull it together i mean do like we're looking at like (laughs) honest to god which yeah well the time that you're speaking about so i mean you took some time off or like yeah 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 i mean so i took eight months off of work not so much by choice yeah it was trying to find a job at the same time and i was actively out there doing that but at the same time starting this amazon business and i started to get forward progress Mm -hmm. in that and then it would literally like the rug got pulled up from underneath me at the same time you were making what off of that business like 
about 10 grand a month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's incredible that you, you got resourceful, you got gritty, you used your contacts and your network mm-hmm. to make that happen. And so I think there's always an option out there. And I think maybe for another podcast, because the rug got pulled out from underneath you on that one is it's scary to just have one revenue stream. I understand that. I mean, that's why we have diversified our portfolio, right. if you would, our, our right. We have taken our money and dispersed it in multiple places so that when the economic times do crash mm-hmm. and something else I learned from the gentleman that the billionaire that I was able to, to have as a mentor, uh, he said that it happens almost every seven years. Mm-hmm. And we have actually went 10 Longer, years. Yeah. We've went 10, 11 years in this last time. But if you actually watch all of the economical struggles that the U.S. has faced, it almost is every seven years. It's mm-hmm. the roller coaster. Mm-hmm. You know, so he, he always said that, why would I buy a business when it's at the top of its game? You wait until it drops. The bend, put the right person in place, let the business grow, and then maximize that opportunity mm-hmm. at that point. Yeah, I mean, people that are strategic in downtimes like this, usually come out on top. And so I think you said something though, that was very important when we were kind of talking about how do you come through to the other side when you're kind of feeling fearful and overwhelmed about what the next step to take is. And one of the things that we said is it's mindset. If you've been listening and paying attention, then you probably now see a trend here. Mindset is pretty much something we talk about on every single one of our podcasts, because it is the largest portion of what you do is your mindset. I like to think of the quote from Henry Ford, which is whether you believe you can or you believe you can't, you're right. That's true. And, you know, Henry Ford, again, is, you know, the auto business. He he was such a dynamic individual for us during one recession into where we currently are today. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the big three ended up getting us out of a huge, huge problem that we had in the, the early 1900s. Right. But on mindset, is what you said earlier is it's a choice. So when you're sitting in a situation like this right now, or maybe you've lost your job, I mean, you're, you're in a situation where your hours have been cut. Mm-hmm. Um, we've watched that happen to a lot of people and my heart breaks, but we also are standing at a place right now where it's your choice. Right. Are you going to sit back and take it? Or are you going to dig in and figure out a way to come back better than ever? Well, I mean, at this point, it's self-evaluation, right? So what have you always wanted to do with yourself? Mm -hmm. We we sit in, a lot of people sit in a cubicle or a desk and they are miserable, Mm -hmm. right? And then this happens. And God, the powers to be, the universe, whatever you want to call it, uh, opened up a new door for you. Mm -hmm. Are you going to walk through it or are you just going to sit in the same spot and wait for another one of those jobs to open up for you. Well, an interesting parallel too might also be if you find yourself miserable in your cubicle job and now you're not at your cubicle job and you're still miserable, might be something worth looking at. True. Because that's not so much about the job anymore. So it is a time for us to really look if we own a business at maybe what are the blind spots in our business? Mm -hmm. You know, what are, you know, 
it's it's a time to get your head on straight so that you can be a boss, you know, in your life, in your business, in your career. And as all this turns around, there are plenty of people out there looking for positions that are reinventing themselves. Mm -hmm. And it's another opportunity for you to take a breath of fresh air from somebody's different perspective when they're out there looking for something new themselves. Mm -hmm. You know, resourceful people still lose their jobs. Right. I mean, I'm one of them and we, you know, there are millions of them out there. Mm-hmm. You lose your job and then you start to say to yourself, okay, now I'm going to actually take this into my own hands. I'm going to move forward on my terms and I want to help another business grow. Mm-hmm. And what am I going to do to be able to get there? I mean, I'm not saying that it was overnight. It took me 10 years to be back where I was. Right. 10 years. Well, that that reminds me of uh, something that John C. Maxwell says, which is everything worthwhile is uphill. Everything yeah. worthwhile is uphill. And we live in a society where people think that success is overnight. It's not. Success is not linear. It's up, down, up, down. And, you know, you talk about wh- how long it took for you to rebuild. You know, when I opened my business, my salon, it took me... 11 years to, to grow it to the, the place that it was the day that I sold it. And there were setbacks and comebacks and setbacks and comebacks. And that's just, that's part of the journey. That's just part of the journey. It's about getting back up whenever you get knocked down. Yeah. And it's how you're willing to get back up and be more strategic mm-hmm. so you don't get knocked down the same way. Mm-hmm. Right? 100%. You might get knocked down a different way. Right. But you're not going to get knocked down the same way. Yep. Right? Yeah. And so if you're feeling knocked down right now and you haven't quite gotten back up, we're cheering you on. We are so cheering you on. Get back up. That is the first step. Now, the next step is if you are feeling overwhelmed and you're like, I just, for example, I have friends who just had to lay off their entire teams Mm -hmm. or almost their entire teams. And in my head, I'm like, oh my gosh, now they're going to have to, when they open their doors, they have to rehire and retrain. And, and so this is a great time though, instead of getting overwhelmed, the first thing that you have to do is you have to remove the distractions from your life. You have to remove the distractions from your viewpoint because those are going to do one thing, distract you from getting to the other side of your obstacle. And I had to do this myself over the weekend. It was it was a little, little thing that I did. But honestly, my work days were getting hijacked by social media. They were getting hijacked. Well, it wasn't you just on social media gallivanting around. It was you doing social media posts about things that weren't as productive as you could have been. Well, actually, that wasn't it because the content that I try to put out, I try to put out stuff that's valuable. But what I caught myself doing was scrolling, 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 looking. What are the messages that people are putting out there? Well, oh, what, what, what did this person say? What did that person say? And then in our day, we just have so many messages thrown at us. Now, add to that tracking what's happening in the news, which I never do. And now all of a sudden, I've got a distraction. And what I found is over the weekend when I got rid of all of that stuff, I would start working and then I would get, I would hit a, a speed bump where maybe I was writing content and it wasn't coming out and I would go to reach for my phone. And what it revealed to me is that when I got stuck in my work, I would reach for my phone to dist- and that was my distraction. Whereas when I took that out of the equation, I was forced to power through the content. Mm-hmm. Like think, think of the word or how do you want to say that? You know, how do you want to tell the story better? 
you know, I'm putting together right now a mentorship course that's launching in a few weeks. It's an eight week course and it's a lot of work to write content for a course. So when I would get stuck, I noticed that I would grab for my distraction, but the distraction wasn't there. So I was forced to power through this last weekend. I was so darn productive. I drank more water. I ate healthier. I got a lot of work done. So distractions are one of those things that you just need to remove from the equation, and that includes busy work. So if you're busying yourself with stuff that doesn't really feed into the big, big picture, it's something to pay attention to. So maybe doing a little audit of your life, how are you spending your day, and remove those things, detox them out of the picture. You know, I've said this to myself for years, whatever... I'm doing, I'm have been successful and I've been fortunate, but truly I have to say, you know, I I currently am taking a course that Tony Robbins does Mm -hmm. and he says, you're not fortunate no, because you've actually propelled yourself through these hurdles and overcome these hurdles or climbed the mountain Mm -hmm. because you're determined to do it. I have people in my life that I work with, I'm friends with, and they, they seem to never, ever get over the hurdle. They get stuck and then they're upset, you know, well, you know, you have such a great life. Well, actually my life's been a challenge. Yeah. And you, and you do work hard. I don't think that good fortune, good fortune is, I mean, we're faithful people. So I believe that God has a plan for us. Fortune to me is, yeah, it's hard work. It is hard yeah. work every day. Mm-hmm. It's getting up at 4.30 in the morning and, and you know getting my workout in so my head is clear. My body feels good. And then I go to work you know, and I work all day long and I don't just sit there. You know, That's the other thing. You can sit in your cubicle and do nothing all day, right? Or you can actually be productive while you're there. Mm-hmm. Well, and that goes back to mindset, which I think is definitely something that is important. Um, that's an important part of mindset is putting on your armor each day and stepping into, you know, your highest self. So, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, just remove distractions from the equation. And then the next thing that I'd like to suggest is simplify. Work on the things that are the highest payoff items, you mm-hmm. know? Always. Yeah, it's... It's not the low-hanging fruit. It's the highest payoff. Right. Right now, I'm looking at that in my own business. Like, I have a lot of, you know, different moving parts. But for me, the highest payoff is for me to put my head down and get my mentorship finished up. Because I know that once I'm able to launch that, it's going to help a lot of other women entrepreneurs out there. Mm -hmm. But it's also going to be a source of income for our household. So that's going to be a high payoff task that I really need to focus on, whereas... You know, social media posting, Instagram is where I do business, but it's not my business. Right. I mean, if you're in sales, the low hanging fruit is never profitable. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to, it's going to get you by, it's mm-hmm. going to, it's going to fill the pipeline if mm-hmm. you would, but it's the one that you have to work after you have to plan strategically. Then you have to show them the implementation of what you're offering mm-hmm. for them to actually buy in. And then once they do that's the one that you actually make the most most profit off of. Yeah. So when you so when you look at your to-do list, like, you know, look at those items and instead of tackling the ones that are the easiest ones first, 
go for the ones that are the highest payoff and get that stuff done and out of the way um, because that's going to make a bigger impact in your in your bank account but also um, just in your overall picture you'll feel less overwhelmed knowing that that big payoff thing is done and so from there this is the biggie and this is where I say if you're a business owner or somebody who's not working right now this is the time to evaluate and rewrite your systems I have. Um, That's a good one. Yes, I have coached and spoken to so many business owners over this last year. Who, when I talk to them, I find out they don't really have good systems in place, and their business is chaos. And I know what that feels like. It, it, it will burn you out so fast when you don't have systems. And so that's why I say this is a great time when you're not working in your business every day to sit down and go like, okay, I just had to let my entire team go. Now I'm going to write that employee handbook that I didn't have before that spells out A to, a to Z what happens if if you're sick? What happens if you can't come to work? What happens if a customer does this? It spells everything out. Now you have a, a manual for people to operate from. You know, it's a time for um, us to implement the systems and systems really help businesses and whether it's um, your own business that you run within a company or your actual business, systems help help people and businesses become well-oiled machines. You know, I work in a environment that has been successful for 80 plus years. And right now, which I'm very proud of is that they're looking at how to reassess the business Mm -hmm. and this time period versus sitting there willing to do the same thing over and over and over again, because right now it's not going to work. So it's really cool to be a, part of a business that says, wow, we need to make the change now. So Mm -hmm. they're working on the business, not in the business, Mm -hmm. right? And that's the smart thing to do at this time. You're working on the business. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 100%. I mean, this is is really the time to do that. And we don't ever do this, but I am going to put in a shameless plug for us. Um, Now, you work for somebody, you're that's your main gig but you know I do business coaching and consulting and so if you need help please know like you can reach out to me um, I work with people on a three-month um, kind of rotation and then also if you have questions about my mentorship that I'm launching uh, I just am so excited it's going to be a small group of women 10 to 14 women it's an eight-week mentorship I'm going to walk you through everything from mindset rewiring rebuilding that back up so you've got your head on straight um, into storytelling brand development um, messaging we're going to go into strategy we will go into building systems for your business marketing social media all the platforms that you're going to use leadership how to build strong teams, how to build loyal client base, all of the stuff that I spent thousands of dollars making mistakes and hours upon hours making mistakes on this stuff, I'm going to teach it to you. And so if you're somebody right now who's feeling the overwhelm in a way that is calling you to hire a mentor, just know we're for hire. (laughs) I mean, sometimes uh, an outside perspective can actually give you directions significantly quicker than what you are because you've been inundated and you're in the trenches in your business on a daily basis. And it's hard to work on your business 
when you're in the business and always and most small business owners are doing every single job that you possibly can Mm -hmm. and especially right now yes I worked in my business for a very very long time and when I got smart and started working on my business it was a game changer um and then the profit margins were bigger too for you they can be yes they can be but I'll tell you when the real game changer happened was when I hired a a business mentor to help me because um, even in my own business now I have a mentor that I work with because they see my business in a different way than I do so it it is something that can really help you to the other side so we had to throw that shameless plug in there but again we are cheering you on right now if you're in this we just know that because we both have been through you know, really big setbacks in our life. We know that it is possible to have the comeback. Um, the comeback is always stronger than the setback. You know, and, and if you're in the retail business side of things and you're retraining a group, what a better time to be able to get a business mentor, a sales, you know, professional in to help you learn how to sell your products significantly better than right now Mm -hmm. and put systems in place and all of that stuff well well we really thank you guys for tuning in today and we hope that this if nothing else ask acts as a pep talk to your day and um, we just appreciate you yeah stay healthy and safe out there truth community of course you can always find us the old-fashioned way at sellingthenakedtruth.com or at our instagram handles jason can be found at selling the naked truth on the gram and susan can be found at dame and heart 